Welcome to Women Winning It Writing Podcast Show. I am your host, Chelsea McCoy, and this is the show where we talk about all things writing and all things editing from a woman's perspective. This show is brought to you by Your Writing Table, where we help you tell your story, your way, in your words. This show has been developed to discuss the behind the scenes of the book writing journey and the writer's experience. We talk about a range of things from what inspired you to write your book, what your writing process was like, maybe you experienced writer's block and of course we also talk about editing editing experiences maybe you had an editing nightmare we give some tips tools and so much more our goal is to provide inspiration motivation encouragement and to break down the myths that writing a book is impossible If this is your first time joining us, again, my name is Chelsea and I am a published author, editor, and the owner of Your Writing Table, which provides full service book writing, consulting, editing, and publishing services. I've been writing and editing for over 20 years. And yes, I guarantee you, I eat, sleep, and breathe writing and editing. It is truly my passion and my purpose. For all our returning listeners, thank you so much for being a part of our podcast family. We appreciate you and we thank you for all the support, the questions you send in for topic suggestions and all the positive feedback last but not least thank you to all our partners who support us financially and help us to continue creating quality content while providing a platform for women writers to share their writing journey promote their books brands and their businesses if you would like to become a partner please click on the link at the end of the episode notes for more information And one last housekeeping note, please, please do not forget to follow us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and whichever platform you listen to your podcast on. All you got to do is click the follow button or subscribe notify so you don't miss out on any of the episodes as they drop. Thank you so much and we appreciate it. Don't forget, follow, follow, follow. And now let's get into today's episode. What's going on, listeners? What is going on? Hello, hello, hello. Thank y'all so much for tuning in for another amazing episode of Women Winning at Writing. And we are so glad that you tuned in to listen to this episode. And y'all know we bringing in the fire. Y'all know that we are keeping it going for you guys. Thank y'all for the suggestions that you send in for us to have topics to talk about. And of course, we wouldn't have a show. We didn't have the guests. So I just want to say thank you to all of the guests that we have had so far. And of course, y'all don't even want to know the lineup we got coming up this 2024 season. Oh my gosh. Y'all better get ready. You thought you knew what was going on in the world of writing, but you just wait and see. It's when I say it's women winning at writing y'all this, this literary world. Oh my goodness. The women we are out here doing it. We are doing our thing. And I'm just, I'm so excited to be a part of this and to be able to allow these women to share their stories and to provide this platform. So I just wanted to give that shout out to the women who've been on the show so far. And today's guest, y'all, we got another powerhouse for you. I keep trying to tell you. So today's guest, y'all, she is, she's written two books, two fiction books and a nonfiction. And I'm going to let her go into the details, of course. But the topic of these books is so 
interesting and is so relevant for what is going on in our society today you know it's one thing to you know to have an opinion or have a thought or even have an experience but to write about it and to share it with the world is something different so without further ado y'all please help me give a warm warm welcome to JJ Winston hello JJ welcome to the show Hello, thank you so much for having me. It is an honor and a privilege and a pleasure to be on this show. Thanks for having me. You are so welcome. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to chat with me for just a little bit. So let's just dive right in. Tell us about yourself and your books. Well, um, I am a mental health uh, professional as well as a legal professional. And I decided to take my passion, which is mental health, and to write a fiction book. Um, For 19 years, I worked in my local uh, mental health and drug and alcohol board where I served as an advocate. While there, I saw so many people who were dealing with so many stories and so many issues and mostly stigma. And what I wanted to do was to become a behavioral health fiction writer, which is what I did. And what my goal is, is just to break down stigma and to let people know that if you're dealing with something like a mental health or a drug, like an alcohol issue, you know, you can definitely recover if you're having an issue and you can help change our world. So what I want to do is just use my fiction as a vehicle just to help, you know, enlighten people about this subject matter. I love that. Breaking down stigma. And that is so important because I know we hear on the news so many times, oh, well, they said he had mental health. Oh, they said it wasn't mental health. And now there's this whole stereotype, you know, of people that have mental health issues or situations. And the thing is, you can't stereotype mental health at all, can you? You absolutely cannot. And what I want people to understand is that one in five individuals is living with mental health issue. Um, 20% of our population and it basically hits every individual basically based on just everything it's not just like you're going to say oh only poor people are dealing with this or rich people or black people or white people this hits people at an equal rate and if you're not living with a mental health problem that doesn't mean that you don't know somebody who is so mental health touches us all and what I did was in my first story um, the anniversary is my main character is a professional and he's married and he has a family and he basically learns some very disturbing news that basically awakens a mental health issue that he's you know been dealing with and it causes uh, a lot of, of tragedy and what i wanted to do was examine a lot of different things including family secrets Because what we need to do is be more open and honest with each other. And people shouldn't have to hide if they're having an issue. Mm -hmm. And if you are someone that's dealing with this and you, you know, might need some help. What I want to encourage people to do is to go get that help. Because something that could be a little small scratch that all you need is a band-aid could become a surgical wound. If you don't get the help that you need. That's so true. That is so true. Um, And it's good that you are bringing this to you know to the forefront and I love that you're doing it in the form of a fictional story so that it provides you know a little bit of entertainment as well as you know the facts so 
tell us a little bit about the books. So one is titled The Anniversary, and you said there is one that follows the anniversary? It, it is, and it's called The Commemoration, and it's in the continuation of the anniversary. Mm-hmm. And with that book, I wanted to you not only deal with mental health, I also wanted to deal with some other things that are important to me, one of which is human trafficking. Mm. Um, I live in a state where human trafficking is a very, very huge issue, and it is around our whole country. And what I want people to know was that human trafficking is the new slavery. It's slavery. Mm-hmm. And it's not always sex. Mm-hmm. I want people to understand that as well. There are people who are forced to work um, and basically for no pay or little pay for many, many hours. And that's just another form of slavery. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to raise awareness about that. And the last theme is sickle cell disease. Mm, okay. um, that's a very, very important theme for me. I have a child that lives with sickle cell disease and a number of family members who are living with sickle cell disease. And I also lost um, my father and several other relatives from sickle cell disease. And I want people to know that it is the most common genetic disorder in the world, not just in the United States, but in the world. And a lot of people still don't know enough about it. And what I wanted to do was raise some awareness so that people can be educated about this important issue. If you are a carrier, some of the things that you might want to know. One thing is, you know, I'm a carrier, but my husband, he was unaware that he was. So I want to talk about making sure that people know what their sickle cell status is. So that's another reason why I added that to my things. Oh, wow. So you discuss all of those things in both of the books? Well, in the second book is when I had the um, the human trafficking and the sickle cell thing. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, in the first book, it's just, uh, you know, I speak a lot about mental health, but there's a lot of themes in the book. There's a drugs and alcohol theme. Um, it's a very adult book. Mm-hmm. It's very entertaining because these people have told me how much they love it. I have a lot of really good reviews um, because it is so real people keep asking me who these people are right. and I have to keep telling them this is a fiction I made it up right okay. right yeah <laughs> and and that's when you know that you've done your job when they're asking you like do you know these people is this the, is right. this the neighbor next door <laughs> right absolutely right but I think that over my years I've met so many people mm-hmm. that I think that I've fashioned my story to just be inclusive of what a lot of us are dealing with yeah yeah yeah. A lot of people are dealing with this. A lot of us are dealing with stress. Yes. We live in a stressful world. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. watch stressful things. Mm-hmm. You know, we see things on TV, images that call, you know that can be harmful, mm-hmm. that can be problematic. Mm-hmm. So what we, you know, we need to, really, you know, just have a means to talk. I want to encourage people. Like I said, that if you need therapy or treatment to get it, there's all kind of ways to do that. You don't have to do it right in your community. We have video chats, Facebook, I mean, not Facebook, uh, Zoom, and all these other vehicles for people to be able to speak with counselors and mm-hmm. therapists so that you can just have somebody to have an outlet and talk to. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know, get things off your chest if that's what you need. And that's okay. And that's, that's okay. And I want to encourage that. Yeah, and I think that that's very important because I think a lot of people don't know how to release you know they're going through things they're stressed out and they don't know how to release so sometimes um and i'm sure as you know um dealing with mental health um 
people tend to start self-medicating. They start to try to find ways to cope, you know, instead of looking for the more constructive and more productive, more positive ways to deal with the, you know, the life situations that are happening to them. So it's, it's again, I just, I just give you such a big thumbs up for bringing this particular thing, you know, to the, to the forefront so that people understand it is something that needs to be looked at and they need to take it seriously. So now you also have a workbook that goes along with the anniversary, correct? I do. You know, when people, a lot of my um, readers, when they finish my book, they just tell me how much they loved it. Mm -hmm. But they said that, you know, it was, they loved that it was a fiction novel, but people wanted me to give them some nuts and bolts of what to do if they're dealing with the situation Mm -hmm. for a family member or for themselves. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what I did, my workbook is very, very lay. It's a lay person's book. It's for people who don't have probably a whole lot of knowledge about the subject. Oftentimes when we're going to therapists, we're going to counselors, we're going to professionals, sometimes they're speaking in jargon and we don't know how to just say to people, hey, what are you saying? Right. Well, have any idea what you're talking about? Yeah. And if that is well, something that you're dealing with, and this is for anybody who provides you health, you know, mm-hmm. uh, if they're giving you health care, mm-hmm. a provider, you have a right to say, hey, I don't know what you're saying. Right. But I wanted to you know, give people some nuts and bolts on what to do. My workbook also has reading questions um, for uh, books who are, I mean, um, reading groups who might want to pick my book um, for their group. Um, So it has a lot of good information. I've gotten a lot of very good feedback from that. And actually a lot of social workers and people who work in the field have bought this um, workbook and they use it with their clients I've had agencies buy it. And what I didn't say at the beginning is I am a licensed independent social worker uh, with supervisory designation, and I'm an attorney. And so I want people to know that I didn't just go and just make up some stuff. The reason why people love the book so much is because everything in the book is, you know, services that people get. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of it, you know, is something that you can find in your community. So people like that. Right. You know, they looked up the different agencies that are, I talk about it. I had um, a librarian said, so I looked up every last one of these different resources that you like mentioned as part of your story, and every last one of them exists. <laughs> I'm like, yes, they do. Because people need to understand that fiction often imitates life. It does. So, yes. Uh huh. I figure it's a good way that if I can get people it's such a very serious subject matter, yes. you know, that if I can entertain you, that you can also learn something too. I agree. I agree. So what was your writing process like while writing this book? Well, first, the first book was um, a short story. I wrote, I read, like wrote it years ago because um, I always love to write and I always love to read. And I gave it to a professional writer who loved it so much, he told me I should develop it into a novel. And, you know, over over the years, I decided to do that. And so I did it. It took me some years, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to get it done. And then when I got it done, you know, I'm like, what am I going to do with this finished product? And the most important thing for your readers to know is that if you are somebody who is an independent writer like I am, you know, what you have to do is find an editor like Chelsea, <laughs> okay, yes. in the writing table. What people try to do is like, you know, what do they say? A jack of all trades is a master of nothing. I'm not an editor. 
Okay, so I need people who can see things I can't see to make my product beautiful, to make it so that my readers will be able to understand it and like it and, you know, and that it follows like the rules that go with English, all those type of things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, but the first editor that I had, it was a nightmare experience for me. I don't really want to go into too much detail. Um, what's important is you have to find the person that fits for you. Yes. So my my editor now, um, she is just awesome. She has a book um, herself. She's also an author. She just has been a really big help to me. And I have a team. It's important to have a team. Yes. Uh-huh. Of people who can read your book, you know, critique your book, fix your errors, tell you what they think you need to change or fix. Those are, you know, you might not decide you want to go there, you know, their recommendation, but you need to have the conversation right. and try to hear what they're saying and, and, and then do it that way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I definitely agree. Two eyes is better than one. And they're, they're going to look at it from a perspective that you may not have thought about. And so it does, it gives you some food for thought for sure. Definitely. Um, so now when, when you were, you know, going back and writing the book and trying to think of the characters and all of that, was that a challenging process, you know, or did you just kind of pull from, you know, your own experiences and create the characters around that? Well, you know, they always tell you if you're going to write a book, write about what you know. Yes. So I definitely know mental health after all the work that I've done in this field. Mm-hmm. But you also have to make the people believable and you have to make them people that you can relate to. Yes. So I do I think I pulled from a lot of the um, important people in my life, particularly the strong women in my life. There are several strong women characters in my novel. Um, and it's important. And, you know, we'll talk about my book cover whenever you're ready. But, you know, I really, (laughs) I really think that it's important um, to just find those people in your life who are positive. But what we need to understand is people do go through things. We all do. Mm -hmm. We all go through things. But what do you do when you're going through them? Do you fall down or do you get up? Right. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I try to do that with my novels is make my characters, you know, very um, layered. They have a lot of different, you know, to them. Yeah, I love that. I love that complexity. Absolutely. I was trying to find a word. Thank you. <laughs> no, you're good. So now since you brought up the book covers, we'll just go right into that. So yes, the your book covers are very I mean, I love the covers. Um they're very unique because they've got the chess pieces, they've got art. Like can you can you talk about that and share, you know, the inspiration and the symbolism? Yes. First off, I love art. So both of my um, book covers are original pieces of art. There's a gentleman here um, where I live at. Um, He is a professional, but he is a phenomenal artist. His name is Elsie Collins. He did those book covers as a gift to me. And I just also want to say that my um, editor's name is Erica Parker of Lyrical Innovation. She does a phenomenal job for me. And, you know, again, all these people are part of my team. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I asked him to just, I gave him creative um, liberties, told him to do whatever he thinks would be good. I did tell him specifically I wanted a chessboard because my main character in my novel, he is a, a serious chess player. Okay. And I just want people to understand that chess is like life. And that's how I try to live my life. Mm-hmm. You know, you always got to think three moves ahead. And, you know, I think that what I want people to understand is that the most powerful piece 
on the board is the queen, just like the queens that have been in my life that have helped guide me, shape me, mold me. All of us got a queen in our life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the queen is the person that moves, does everything to protect her king. That's what she does. There would be no kingdom without a queen. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I kind of got some of my inspiration. And I just wanted to, like you said, the symbolism, you know, I want people to understand that you know, we need to be doing things to protect our kingdom. And basically, our mental health is our kingdom. Our lives are our kingdoms. And what we're trying to do is protect it. You know, so... That's right. Yeah. There's so much symbolism I tried to pull in there, girl. <laughs> I did my best. No, but I love that, though. I really do. I love that. Well, one last question before we wrap up. What would you say to a woman who's thinking about writing a book, but she is just not sure how to get started? And maybe just she sit doesn't down and start team. writing. Just write. Think about what it is you want to say and then write. And then there are a lot of ways that people do this. I didn't do it, but I've been involved in writing groups. People go to writing groups Mm -hmm. and then they sit down and they read their work and then the people with them critique it and say, hey, take this out, put this in. You know, but I think that what's important is that there could be something that you write that somebody else is like, oh, I don't like that piece. It doesn't matter if they don't like it, if you like it. So, like, there was something in my novel that I put that I know that I let um, someone who is a very good um, author. He has written a number of books. He's very, very um, successful. He said, I just don't like that. And I said, I I understand, but I like it. And I kept it in. And then people stopped me and told me how much they like it. Okay. (laughs) So, it's all about, you know, perspective. But don't ever be afraid. Don't ever be afraid. You know, all of us have greatness in us. Don't be afraid to shine and, you know, get the help you need to help make your story the best it can be. Because, you know, my story wasn't good. I mean, it was good, but it was raw. Mm -hmm. It needed work. Mm -hmm. We all need to, you know, take what we're working on and polish it Mm -hmm. so it can be, you know, the best it can be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I hope I answered the question. No. Yes, you did. Definitely. And I love that. So, listeners, I hope that this was helpful for you, you know, because we do have women that are listening and they are thinking about writing a book. And I get asked the question all the time. I've got ideas. I just don't know what to write about. or I'm scared. I don't know what how to start. And so um, I love it when women like yourself um, are able to give, you know, those suggestions and to give them a word. Um, You know, you never know that that might be what they needed right at that moment to say, okay, boom, I'm going to go ahead and start writing this book now. Okay. And you know what I did, Chelsea, is my book, the first book, was saw, is already long. If you had saw how long it was, you would have been like, what's wrong with it? It was like three books. Oh, wow. You know, I didn't even realize I was writing that much. Okay? So don't be afraid to do that. We all have something to say. Mm-hmm. So say it. That's it. I'm encouraging every last one of your uh, listeners to do that. I, I love that. Say thank what you, you want to so say. Yes, thank you. Well, how can listeners, how can they connect with uh, with you and get copies of the books? Well, you can go to my website. And my website is www.novelistjjwinston.com. Or you can um, go to Amazon. My books are on Amazon and everywhere you find books, Barnes and Nobles. If you run my name, novelist JJ Winston, you can find me, you can follow me 
on Instagram or Facebook. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm like, you know, I do post, but I don't post as much as I probably should. <laughs> because I'm, you know, of a generation where I'm like, what? Social media. But I'm doing okay. You know, it's not easy if you're an independent author to do all these things. Don't be afraid to get help. And I've had help over the years. But, you know, it just, it takes time and it takes money too. So make sure you buy my books. If you need somebody um, to come and speak with one of your, your book club, think of me. I'd be happy to come um, by Zoom or some other means. We can discuss it. And, you know, I'm just very, very thankful and blessed to be on your show today. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. You are so welcome. And we have just had a blast even just talking before the recording. So <laughs> this, we really has, did. this has just been so much fun. So thank you again, JJ, for being our guest today. And uh, listeners, we will make sure to put all of her uh, contact information in the episode notes so that you'll be able to get copies of her books and be able to reach out to her. As she said, if you're interested in having her uh, speak at your book clubs or if you just want to talk to her about the books. So with that, thank you again, JJ. We appreciate you so much and wishing you all the best in your writing journey. Thank you for having me. And one last thing, my book is also available on audio, the first book. So go to Audible to pick it up. A lot of people get that for free. So go ahead and download it. Perfect. And All right, you. y'all. It's on Audible. Now, that's amazing. So we'll definitely include that in there, too. I know I have an Audible subscription. And sometimes it's easier to listen to them on Audible than it is to read. But uh, if if a lot of listeners are like me, and I'm sure you're like me, too, I like a, I like a print book. I like to hold it in my hand. I want to feel the pages. <laughs> Me too, but you know what? I did get the you know, when I did get the first book done, um, it's professionally done. I have a wonderful um voiceover actress that does my um uh novel that reads it for me. And so, for those people who do want to listen to it in their car or on their um you know iPod or whatever, you know, you can do that. And I appreciate everybody and I appreciate you. Thank you again. You are so welcome. Well, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, y'all know how we do it. Keep winning at writing. Until next time, everyone be blessed. Bye for now.